Hello, everyone. I'm Catherine Biroy, your personal growth and business coach, and I have just one mission to help you do what you love and make your dream business flourish. Today, I am unbelievably happy to have an incredible woman who is shining so brightly all over the world. And I'm so honored to, to welcome Suzay Green. She is a national director, music, film, and the arts division at Peace Prize Foundation, strong business development professional and experienced president with a demonstrated history of working in an entertainment industry. Suzette traveled the world singing with superstars, Ray Charles and Stevie Wonder. She is skilled in sound and recording and as a live performer. Suzette is the best known for being the last member, official member to join the group Supremes, remaining in the group uh, in, uh, during its final years of existence. She is a very successful songwriter, written hits, records for Michael Jackson, Denise Williams, and many others. Now, producer and co-host of an up-and-coming, exciting conversational series, Capital Code, about the machinery of capital, along with tech genius serial entrepreneur, Anita Vadavatha. I hope I pronounced that correctly. It did, that was lovely. <laughs> They will examine all facets of capital, from finances to influence and reputations, branding, and even capital cities. Mm-hmm. Welcome, Suze. I am so honored and happy yeah. to share this space with you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you so much for asking. You know, I've been a fan and a friend for a long time now, I'm very happy to say. And I'm just so proud to get to talk to you. You know, you just have such grace. And, and ease. <laughs> yes, you do, you know, and, and I'm, I'm just very proud to know and to love you. So, Thank you so, so much. Feelings are absolutely mutual. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank Tell you. Tell us a little bit about your journey. Uh, actually, I'm, mm. I'm absolutely impressed about everything that I, I know about you, but I would like my audience to know how that started. Your parents were DJs and... Um, yes, they were. Yeah, in Denver, Colorado, Mm -hmm. there was a, I mean, they, of course, were both from Texas. My father was from the big city, from Houston. My mother was from a little bitty town called Nacogdoches. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it had like one street, one main street, and then a very rural area. But she was a, a child prodigy. She was a fantastic pianist, just, just gorgeous, brilliant woman. She was so clever. And she really instilled in me the importance of education, both within the structure, you know, of the the educational system and about life, you know, about getting out there and learning about life and experiencing everything and surrounding yourself with beauty and, and hopefully giving as much love as you have in your heart to help others to be a shining example if you can in whatever your talents were you know so when my parents moved to denver colorado they became some of the first black djs in america which is quite an amazing thing you know so consequently i was able to meet a lot of entertainers at a very young age all through my life Um, my mother had eventually a, a television show of her own there and of course, there was a tremendous tragedy going on behind the scenes in our family. My sister, Jade, had lupus erythematosus, and she was the sixth child in America to be diagnosed with lupus. 
So I, I believe, and we lost her when she was 12, but I believe that that was part of a design to help me understand not just life, but the circle of life, you know? So death does not, how shall I say, it doesn't shock me. Of course, you know, loss is a terrible thing. In our world, you know, as a great example, we're going through so much loss right now. But there's always hope, you know? Life is for the living. And we love, we love our, our families, our friends. And that's what, you know, that's what they really gave to me. That was the greatest gift. The fact that you were given a set of talents and you nurture those talents, you grow, you, you become hopefully great at what you do. And that's what I've always strived to do, you know? And you are. <laughs> and you are. You're very kind. Thank you. What, what I try. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's, and it, it teaches you a lot about yourself. Yes. You know, it really does. The way that you deal with, oh, not just sadness, but with things that are difficult. Mm -hmm. You know, we are put, difficulties are put in front of us to solve, mm -hmm. not to despair, not to give up, to solve. You know, the, mm -hmm. if there are problems, you solve them. You mm -hmm. dig in, you find a way, and you go over or around or through but you find a way because, you know, human beings, I, I read just the other day on Twitter, I saw Elon Musk ask, what surprises us? What will surprise us? Mm -hmm. And I thought immediately, you know, the human element. We never know what human beings we are going to do. We never know. Yeah, and I love that. <laughs> you know, that's exciting. That means there's still so much to learn and so much mm -hmm. to see. That we've never experienced. I love that. Like the weather we mentioned before we started. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know what we're getting. You know, we've got bright sunshine today, and, and I'm very glad. You know, I'm always glad that it warms you up and it gives you hope. You know. Yeah. But we don't know, especially here in California. I'm in California. We we've had earthquakes. We've had a pretty pretty good couple of earthquakes this year already. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you, it, it, it puts things in perspective because <laughs> you're like, oh, okay, there I am, you know, what can you do about it? You can't mm -hmm. do anything about it, but try to, try to get safe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's like, it. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Uh, sure. So you, you were performing with amazing Ray Charles and Stevie Wonder. Mm -hmm. yes. Um, yes. Can you tell indeed. us a little bit about that journey? Wow. 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 You know, two two of the greatest performers of our, our times ever, you know, and I've had the honor to have, have worked with both of them. And they're, they're very different, you know, they were very different people. Their similarities were that passion for music, you know. Ray was blind at a very young age, and yet he didn't let that stop him from doing anything, you know. To get the honor to stand backstage every night, for a long time, I was with him four and a half years traveling, mm -hmm. and we remained friends until he passed. You know, what a guy! He was bright and and had such a a command of mm -hmm. the instruments that he played. You know, he always said, "I'd do it for free, but don't tell anybody." <laughs> you know, he was, he was very astute about people and particularly about money and 
Mm -hmm. He would fold his money in certain ways. So he knew which bills he had and what, you know, he had been taken advantage of, mm -hmm. like so many artists. And yet he rose above that because his feet were on the ground firmly. He was the person who instilled in me that when you record, you own your masters, the master recordings that you made. That is freedom in the music industry. You have your own publishing company because the publisher gets paid first. As a songwriter, that's very important. You know, if you're the one receiving the money and paying other people, that gives you the opportunity to do what's necessary for your career. And it teaches you how to treat people well as, as well. You know? mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But so many things he taught me that, you know, I, I was a very, um, what is the word? I, I wasn't a spoiled child because I was given, you know, tasks to do that were very serious tasks. I had a career from a very young age and I knew you had to dig in. You had to work very hard. You had to be focused. And that is the one thing I think that I carry over that I'm the most happy about or the most proud about is that focus. You're able to see, you know, what the end result can be and then to watch something, to build it, to make it grow and see it come to fruition. That's a tremendous thing mm -hmm. that you cannot do without focus. And I think I wish more women had that kind of long range focus, mm -hmm. but a lot of people are, misdirected or distracted by so many things you know people fall in love and they, they want to have babies and and all of that you know i i was very single-minded for a long long time and of course you know when the time was right things you know you know as well as i do about how convergences happen you are put in the right place at the right time Mm -hmm. And you find that person if you're if you're lucky, you know, some people never do. But I, I have been lucky to be in love and to know what love is. And I think that's why I write love songs, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And then I, you know, I stayed on the road nine months out of the year with Ray Charles. That's the way that it was, you know. And it, it was very important in determining just how serious you are about, you know, being a professional. Mm -hmm. uh, was, there was an 18 piece band, you know, these are way grown people. And I was the baby, you know, <laughs> I was out there for the first time away from my mother. Uh -huh. So it was enlightening in so many ways. I, uh, I didn't take a lot of pictures, which I wish I had, but now of course, you know, we all have a phone. You can take <laughs> pictures everywhere. And that's one thing I really wish that I had done you know gotten out more but i did a lot of you know you're moving you're, you're not getting uh food on time you're you're moving constantly from city to city so i wish i had you know i have the memories i have a very sharp memory for all of those things but it would be lovely to have the pictures as well so that other people could see what the experience was and um which by the time i i got to wonder with stevie wonder it was a different thing entirely. You know, as I said before, they were very different people. Ray was, you, you'd be on time, you'd be a pro, you know, you show up on time, otherwise you're gonna lose money. Mm -hmm. You had a fine, if you were two seconds late, they would charge you $50, you know? And that teaches you, okay, I'm gonna be early, it does. 
But then, then I got to, to Stevie Wonder's whole thing. And <laughs> out of the blue, here's a person who, okay, there's a rehearsal or a recording session. Mm-hmm. And it's at a specific time. Say if it's three o'clock. And with him, it could be at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> he could call you and you're, ah, okay, come on down to the studio. So you get there and it's three o'clock in the morning. And there's somebody there but you. Mm-hmm. And you're like, why am I here? <laughs> because Steve might show up. He might show up, show up four hours later. <laughs> so, you know, so I learned pretty quickly. I'm like, okay, I have to call first and see if he's there. <laughs> Smart one. <laughs> yeah. So if I call and they say, well, Steve is just coming in. So I'll be there in 10 minutes. <laughs> You know, oh, it was madness. And he's still kind of like that. You know, I guess it's a control <laughs> issue or something. But he can really be late. When I, I met my husband on his tour, the, the, it was called the In Square Circle Tour. Mm-hmm. My husband is English and he's from the, the, uh, the Channel Islands, which is 70 miles south of the coast of England. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's, he's a lovely guy. He, he was involved in the whole stage building side of it all. And we met behind the stage, you know, Mm -hmm. underneath Mm -hmm. the stage, there was Mm -hmm. a riser that came up out of the stage and I did a solo, you know, from this riser. So I had to go underneath the stage and there was this very handsome fellow (laughs) (laughs) down there. And I had, had this little dress, you know, I had a little dress on and it had, tiny buttons and I just couldn't do it and he came walking over with this wonderful English accent and said might I help you and I'm like yeah <laughs> and we've been, yeah yeah we've been together ever since you know 35 years we've been Beautiful. together and yeah a, a true blessing you know a very rare person who comes from a small island and his perspective on the world is very bright very steady very responsible Mm -hmm. and loves people loves life and animals and Mm -hmm. the world you know so we were obviously destined to be together that's how things happen you know but I traveled in the meantime traveled the world you know with Stevie Wonder great great stuff he really taught me how to write a song you know Mm -hmm. I mean I wrote from childhood I wrote songs Mm -hmm. from childhood but he gave me a a proper perspective mm-hmm. on the rules, which there are none, of course, uh, except, you know, following your heart and writing truthfully and mm-hmm. writing things that, you know, hopefully touch people. And I've been very blessed. My songs have touched people's hearts and made, you know, special moments in their lives. That's, mm-hmm. that's a really terrific thing. Mm-hmm. I actually heard Maya Angelou said, once mm-hmm. we believe to Oprah that Oprah said that the school she built will be her legacy, but yes. Maya said the hearts you are going to touch are going to be her. Oh legacy. yes, oh yes. And, I, and I'm doing my best to actually do the same and to build legacy in the same way. I know that's like the most beautiful thing you can do for someone, and and even yes. Steve Jobs said that on. Once he was on the stage presenting one of his, um, I don't know, iPads or something like that. Yes. And he mm-hmm. said, 
every Apple's product is here to touch the heart. And that's why it yes. has to be perfect. I remember that's that right. sentence like, Ooh, like I said it. The, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's thrilling, isn't it? You know that someone who is obviously a tech wizard and, mm. you know, involved in, in hard science, mm -hmm. you know, and they have put that heart and soul. He's one of my special people, you know, that, that you know, I, I don't call people heroes, but real humans who take, take an opportunity through their talent to build something for the world, to change the world. Yes. We wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation mm -hmm. if it weren't for those things, you know. I remember before he passed about two weeks, he followed me on Twitter mm -hmm. and I got a chance, you know, just a tiny time. You never know what people are going through, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. but just that tiny window, I got a chance to, you know, just see how he thought a little bit. Mm -hmm. And that's very special to me. Yes. You know? I know I've lived a blessed life mm -hmm. and I've been put in a place. I mean, if you think about the special place that we together were put in with mm -hmm. Bryant McGill and Jenny McGill, that changed me in so many ways. You know, I feel very blessed to, oh, I, Bryant calls me a mentor, you mm -hmm. know, and that, that's, that's thrilling and chilling, but he's taught me so much as well, you know, about people, about myself, about the strength of words, mm -hmm. the power mm -hmm. of your words. Is, it, it's an energy that just propels you through life. And to get to know that there was this consciousness yes. of so many other people who were there in that space, you know, and still are, the Royal Society and Simple Reminders and, you know, people, people join together through feeling, through emotions, through heartfelt notions yeah. and the ideas that come from collaborating and from being there and holding that space for other people. Yes. opening up your mind and theirs that's the most precious gift i think that human beings have that that melding of thought and emotion loving one another yes it's very oh it's just you know we're put here for that yeah. i really believe that uh, you know today actually my first article was published on Simple Reminders. And my first yeah. video, I actually uploaded in the Royal Society. And that's how sure. everything started. Forever <laughs> like incredible. Brian even supported me when I was publishing my book. He wrote editorial yes. review. He, he and Jenny and, and the whole group really, really supported. I was just a girl sure. from a small country. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know anything. No. And I was afraid. I was afraid. Sure. I'm honest, but now I'm everywhere. <laughs> yeah. you know? That's right. <laughs> That's what it's about. You know, now she says I'm everywhere. Yes. <laughs> but it's such a special thing to find your way. Yes. Find what you're destined to do. I've always had a sense of destiny. Yes. You know, ever since I was a child and I could see big things in the world. I had a worldview always as a teenager. You know, the news always I was looking to see what's going on in the world. How can I connect with the world? And then to be put in a place where I could actually travel the world mm -hmm. and meet people, you know, 
the Supremes, mm -hmm. even now, when we travel, there are people out there who you, you realize their lives were affected by these songs. Mm -hmm. A song is a gift from your heart and your soul. And it teaches people the, the things that they weren't actually able to, to say, mm -hmm. you know, themselves mm -hmm. very often. I didn't realize, and I'll talk about Spike in a minute in my, but it was when Michael died that I think I really realized the power of a song. Yeah. You know, I've written many songs and I've had hits with a lot of people, but Michael, you know, touched the world in a different way, mm -hmm. on a different level. Mm -hmm. And I can remember specifically when he, he sort of grasped that, that that's what he was able to do. Mm -hmm. And he made himself into a robot in one of his videos in a small film. And I realized it hit me. Oh, he's immortal by doing that. He has pulled himself out of the ordinary, even transformed beyond being human mm -hmm. and became an alien and, mm -hmm. and a, a robot. Mm -hmm. And this meant he could live forever through that legend and through that legacy of music, of dance, of thought, of love, of all of that, that no one else did quite the same way. But it's, it's an interesting thing. Mm -hmm. Spike Lee is a director who came up, even through school, they said that, that you know, they'd have these assignments, these films that mm -hmm. were an assignment. And that meant he was conscious of the pressure of time mm -hmm. within a creative mm -hmm. sense, within a creative platform, and that you had to deliver. When, when they called me, first of all, I thought, you know, Oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> you know? And one of the gentlemen who uh, runs the Motown, okay, mm -hmm. Motown Universal, mm -hmm. Uh, called me and he said, I had a meeting a couple of days ago with Spike Lee and he asked if I knew you and would you get in touch with me and uh, with, uh, with you, would I get in touch with you and ask if you would be involved in a film that he was working on, which became Michael Jackson's journey from Motown to Off the Wall. Mm -hmm. Now, Off the Wall was an album that Michael did that had, oh, hit after hit after hit after hit. Oh, just fantastic. Mm -hmm. And it literally, it changed pop music. Like only a few albums singularly have done that. Mm -hmm. um, probably What's Going On, Marvin Gaye's What's Going On was one of those. Mm -hmm. A moment mm -hmm. in the industry that changed the direction. Well, Off the Wall, mm -hmm. which had, so many fantastic, don't stop till you get enough. Uh, just oh, so many songs. Well, I wrote a song with Stevie Wonder for that album. It wasn't for the album, it, but it was on that album. It was written, Steve had written the melody, and then we wrote, I wrote, I came in and wrote the lyrics. Mm -hmm. And you, you know, you, you don't know how a song is going to affect people. Mm -hmm. You don't know what it is going to mean to the industry. But this was the album that Michael was Michael's solo outing as a young adult. Mm -hmm. And it changed things. It made people know you could have jazz inflections in pop music. You could have dance 
you could have ballads, things, romance, you could have the, run the full spectrum. Mm -hmm. And luckily, I Can't Help It, which is the song that we wrote together, was the one song that was never a single off of that album. But it is the most recorded song from Michael Jackson's entire catalog. It means that people, regardless of the fact that it wasn't a single, people had it as a part of their lives and it affected their lives, you know, mm -hmm. in a way that made them reach out to me. When he died, I must have got a hundred thousand letters from people around the world mm -hmm. and all saying, you know, this is my favorite song. This is the song that, mm -hmm. that um, the reason I have children, <laughs> all that sort of thing, you know. <laughs> and it hits you hard. It hits you in a place that you hadn't considered. Mm -hmm. You didn't know when you sat and you had fun, you're laughing and joking and the lyrics just come out mm -hmm. and the melody comes together and it becomes a whole thing. You don't know that people are going to take it to heart, you see? So when you realize that, it makes you think, what exactly have I done here? You know, mm -hmm. I had I had fun, I had a lovely time doing this, mm -hmm. but that it became an important piece of the soundtrack of other people's lives. Well, that's it's heady in a way, and it's it's very gratifying, it's very satisfying, mm -hmm. but it it also carries a sort of gravitas to it. It makes you know that your words actually counted for something in someone's life. And that's deep, you know, it's, it's weird in a way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but that film, you know, I, I, got, I got the invitation mm -hmm. and, you know, I told you how it affected me, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like that. But then you get to the studio, the mm -hmm. studio in Hollywood, and it's all very private and you go in through gates you know, that I had never seen. I'd seen that building a thousand times and I didn't know that was there. You go through these private gates and there's artwork all in the backgrounds and the garage. And, and Greg Fillingaines was, when I was in Wonderlove, mm -hmm. he, was, he was 18 years old and he, was, he became the band leader. You know, mm -hmm. he was a phenomenal keyboard player mm -hmm. and writer. We wrote a lot of songs together. Oh, <laughs> short of breath. <laughs> and, um, and it was just, it was like an old home week. It really was. It was a tremendous event because the people, the people who were invited had all been involved in Off the Wall. Mm -hmm. So as you can imagine, mm -hmm. you know, the songs, you, you know these people through the years. Mm -hmm. And yet in this kind of a, a setting, it's just so incredible. Saida Garrett, Barry Gordy showed up, who was the head of Motown Records, mm -hmm. who started Motown Records. Mm -hmm. And it, it just was such a moment, you know? Stevie Wonder came in, and we hadn't seen each other in a long time, you know, because I wasn't in the group any longer. Mm -hmm. So, you know, people, people in show business think 
that other people that you see them all the time and you don't because you're all sort of on the road you're all working you know of course yeah but um he came in with his entourage and, and the whole and the whole thing you know and i said hi steve you know and, and it's like it was like old home week really <laughs> we got in the studio and we sat down and Spike started saying things like, you know, how did you two meet? And, uh, you know, what was it like writing this, this song? Mm -hmm. You know, just all kinds of, he's really fun and he has a wicked laugh, you know. <laughs> but he made, us, he made us have so much fun. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, play it for me. So we started playing. We started playing I Can't Help It. And I, I started singing. Mm -hmm. You know, Steve was on a, 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 an unusual instrument. I don't know what it's called, but it was flat almost like a, a sitar mm -hmm. or, or something like that. And, um, and yet it had strings mm -hmm. and it sounded like a guitar, but he played it like a piano. <laughs> so I was intrigued. I'd never <laughs> seen anything like that, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And of course, you know, he's so adept at whatever he's doing. Oh, he makes it look so easy, all of it. And I just, I started singing this, we sang together and, they were filming it, you know, it wasn't actually, that part wasn't in the film, you know, but um, I, I, I post parts of it from time to time because it's so fun to see something that's unexpected when you write a song and it becomes part of a, a bigger thing, a big legacy, and to see where it came from, you know, mm -hmm. the bits and pieces of it. How, how is it possible that it got there, you know, mm -hmm. that it, it brought about so much joy to so many people. And that is a mystery still to all of us, you know, as writers, as creators, as producers. And it's, you know, when you produce a song, that's your canvas, you know? And, and to see it come to life, what a thing, what a thing. And then to go all the way, I was thinking, you know, it was the 70s. It was actually, actually, a time when disco was coming to an end. And Michael, of course, was such a dancer, mm -hmm. you know, such a tremendous, innovative dancer mm -hmm. that it made, it made an impression on the world. Mm -hmm. And all ages, there isn't really another artist like that yeah. who affects all age groups. I can remember when the Dangerous album, mm -hmm. his Dangerous album came out. And um, I was living in London at the time. I had, my baby was about two, maybe two years old. And, and we were sent tickets. You know, I knew they were coming to play Wembley mm -hmm, Arena mm -hmm. in London. And they sent me tickets and just fabulous tickets. You know, we, we roll in, I had my son in, in his stroller. Mm -hmm. and he was so little still, you know, and he was asleep. He was out, you know, because he always would fall asleep as soon as the car started going. Yeah, you know. the same with mine, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, a blessing, that's a blessing, right? So he's asleep and we stroll in here and it's jam-packed, there's 100,000 people there, you know. Mm. And we come toward our seats and Dan started to wake up, my baby started to wake up. And he looked around, you know, this is a strange place. All these people. And then Michael, came up on a riser out of the stage and he was just gold you know <laughs> he had a gold uh -huh. suit uh -huh. and he just he came up and he stood totally still 
literally for five minutes. He just stood there. And the crowd, you could hear nothing. And I looked down at my baby and he said, oh, Michael. <laughs> oh, so sweet. <laughs> you know, he has, he has reached us all. <laughs> you know, Years. it was so special. You know, it really was. It was so special. And what a loss, you know, yeah. to lose to the industry for, for the world. He, he was so misunderstood and maligned and all of that. But that music lives. It lives on. It will live it's forever. It's a legacy. Mm -hmm. That's right. It can't be denied. Generations. There's whole new generation. Just like with the Supremes. Yeah. Know, yeah. We go, there's a whole new generation yeah. of young people, teenagers and the like. And we see them where we, you know, when we travel. And they're like, I'm like, you know, why aren't you listening to Lil Wayne? <laughs> you know? You know what I mean? <laughs> so we love the Supreme. I'm yeah. like, wow, wow. Things wow. like that last mm -hmm. forever. There is no question yeah. about that. When That's when something touches a heart and music is music is like a cure for a soul. Um, That's right. You know, it, 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 it's a frequency, it's an energy. And, and when you share the beautiful frequency and energy and you touch the heart that keeps, stays inside and that lives yes, forever. True. And, and it's it, true. It, That's very true. It can last not, I really think, oh, you just, you know, there's a special song for every part of your life. If you think yeah. About it. yeah. And it, it transports you, takes you away, you know. Exactly. To another place. It's like it's like your awareness is shifting, and actually, you can be here presently. But if you're listening something that you love, you might be definitely somewhere else. Sure, sure. years and yeah. years away. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's lovely. Exactly. It is. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's a lovely thing, and it's you so know, powerful. There's nothing actually. quite like it. It is. Yeah, it's it's so truly a power. I know that when I. You know, when I go out on stage and you have that excitement still, you know, mm -hmm. you feel this, you know, people ask me a lot of times, are you nervous? You're not, you're not really nervous. You're, mm -hmm. you're anticipatory. Yeah. You know, you have yeah. that oh, excitement's coming and the music starts and you step out there and you feel close to people yeah. and they, you look down there and their faces, are, they're smiling. They're so glad, glad that you came, you know, and they, they know all the words, you know, they're sitting yeah. there and they're saying all the words and they know these songs. They are the songs that made so many parts of their lives special. Yeah. You, you can't do much better than that. Absolutely. I know that, I know there are people who are real heroes, who are, you know, firefighters and, you know, people who save lives, mm -hmm. the doctors and the nurses mm -hmm. in these hospitals you know, in, in COVID wards, and, and not just, you know, before the pandemic, mm -hmm. there were these same heroes, and yeah. those people need to, to be honored, you yes. know, but even they, you know, want some music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They do. Exactly, yeah. it's changes life. And sure. we mentioned uh, uh, a Capital Code project that yes. you're working on. Yes. Uh, it, for me, when I when I read about it, it's it's like a complete shift. 
so please tell oh, yeah. us what, oh, yeah. <laughs> what's in the box. Well, here's, here's the thing, uh -huh. you know, I'm, th that Virgo mind, you know, it's like a steel trap. <laughs> I know. There's so many things. <laughs> There's so many things that interest me. Always. That's the way I've always been. Yeah. I am really a nerd. You know, at heart, I love reading. I love science. I love, you know, I was always have been, I mean, for the past what, five years, I've been very involved in the Raw Science Film Festival. Mm -hmm. And because of my friend, Carrie Kukral, who is the, the founder of that, Anita was like at Davos, you know, in Switzerland, the, the World Forum, you know, Eco Economic Forum. She's a real tech person, you know, she's very involved in artificial intelligence and mm -hmm. tech and science and it's the future you know so i'm there <laughs> of course of i'm course. interested you know i want to know to know i'm the person who when i read the mystery mm -hmm. when i read the agatha christie book mm -hmm. i have to turn to the last page <laughs> and see what happens I know so it's kind of like that mm. <laughs> it's kind of like that you know and we set, we were involved in, in another, in an initiative that was mm -hmm. uh, a very big thing to help feed like a billion people because of the pandemic, you know. And this, because we sat and we started thinking about other things, this developed. Now, Capital Code is about <clears throat> all things capital, the machinery of capital. Mm -hmm. To most people, of course, capital is... Finance comes to mind, but there's so much more, you know. Bryant taught us about mm -hmm. digital capital and how important that is, yes. how we can develop our digital capital mm -hmm. as thought leaders, as heart leaders, you yes. know. And that has helped bring us to the world even mm -hmm. more so. Mm -hmm. But Capital Code is about branding. It's about political capital. Mm -hmm. It's about finance as well, but it's also about influence. It's where capital starts and where does it lead? Yes. Where does it lead you to in the future? And one of the, the interesting parts is it's also about capital cities. Mm -hmm. So we'll get the opportunity or give ourselves the opportunity, you know, co-producing it and co-hosting it mm -hmm. to do some more traveling when we can, meet with more people. A global, it's a global conversation, just mm -hmm. like we sit down with a cup of coffee. Mm -hmm. There are people from every walk of life who are involved in capital. Money is very much on everyone's mind because we want to know, you know, where are we going as a, as a human race of people? Mm -hmm. Where are we going to wind up? The pandemic has made it obvious, and I read just the other day that a billion people, a billion people will be driven into poverty or homelessness because mm -hmm. of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. We've seen the effects. We haven't felt the long-term effects as yet of mm -hmm. loss. Mm -hmm. The fact that 200,000 people have died in America alone mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is a stunning fact that we kind of gloss over it's something that's so big we can't really wrap our minds about it mm -hmm. but 
it will and is affecting all of us. All of this is affecting all of us. Capital Code, with, with Capital Code, we want to examine the effects from every business, from every walk of life, from people's interests. We will have entertainers and politicians and of mm -hmm. course technical people and mm -hmm. you know people who are into almost everything mm -hmm. because all of us are affected one way or another. Yeah. And the future is what will come as a result of this. So, you know, it's what it's about. And it's it's good fun, you know. Anita and I as as good friends as thinking women, as women who are entrepreneurs, as women who are concerned with the world and who have a, a handle on who we are. Mm -hmm. you know, we, we have a great time. We, we can talk <laughs> for 40 hours. <laughs> we can. And, have, and there's still more. You know, yeah, there's still yeah. more to talk about because we're interested in yes. things. We're interested in lives. And true, it is a different direction. But people who know me really well know, you know, you never know what it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> like the, you know what That's right. You don't. You never like the weather. Myself, as a geek myself, yeah. but like yeah. a huge geek. <laughs> yeah. I'm absolutely amazed with this. Like they, when I was in yeah. high school, they picked me up and they said, girl, you are going to scientific center. I was like 15 years old. And I published yeah. my first scientific work with 17. So I'm like a huge geek and I make a joke on myself. Like, I'm not naturally blonde. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, so you, you get it, you know. I yeah, want to know. Definitely. I, I want to know. I want to know. Yeah. I want to know everything. And the thing about, you know, life and getting older and being mature, mm -hmm. having focus understanding like ray charles used to say understanding is the best thing in the world exactly. <laughs> and it is exactly. you you want to know what the outcome is mm -hmm. and maybe you won't see the outcome of so many things yeah, but yeah. what you will do is influence it yes. you will make sure that there is a legacy there is a future Mm -hmm. There are things, more things to know and to see mm -hmm. and to learn. Mm -hmm. And I've got an eight-year-old and a six-year-old right now who are in my living room at school. <laughs> yeah. You know, and they love everything. They love insects and they love books uh -huh. and they love video games. Uh -huh. and uh -huh. They love to learn. Yes. You know? They're absolutely enamored of it. And that you know, that to me, that's like my mother mm -hmm. <laughs> and mm -hmm. me mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. their dad, you know, yeah. gave them just a joy for learning. Yes. And that makes me, that makes me know they'll be all right. You know, yes. who knows what the world will be like. They, um, they may have to, they may have to have open carry. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. they may live in, you know, it, it's a heck of a world that we, we have wrought. We don't know. It's a heck but, of a world. We don't know, but with, with, you know, our hearts and our wish to make a difference and to do something positive, yes. we can we yes. can change the difference. Absolutely. We're, we're recording Absolutely. this in the middle of pandemic, if I may say so. So, uh, yeah. what this situation taught you? Hmm. The value. Mm -hmm. 
to value moments and time and space. Mm-hmm. It's taught me that, but I, I always knew we are, we are all the same. Mm-hmm. We are. We have the same dreams, the same hopes, the same desires. We have, we have the desire to, to continue, you know. But mostly this pandemic has taught me that you have to trust yourself. Mm-hmm. You trust yourself because our instincts, my instinct has told me that, first of all, around, I'd say around August last year, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I had COVID. I, I wasn't, I haven't been tested, mm-hmm. you know, but I had the worst, <laughs> the worst illness I have ever gone through. Mm-hmm. You know? uh, because I'm a singer, I'm always protecting the lungs. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what you use. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you got to have that. Yeah. There's a strength of spirit that it takes. There's a push mm-hmm. that it takes to sing. To sing like I sing. Mm-hmm. You have, I, have, I have a very wide range. <clears throat> I have a lot of it takes a lot mm-hmm, for me to mm-hmm. sing. I didn't think I would ever sing again because I was that sick. We went to Detroit and it was cold. It was the first time we'd been cold that mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. last year. And I mean, it was what? It was freezing. It was, it was the hawk that <laughs> was in Detroit, you know, mm-hmm. as they say. We, we had big coats, but from the house to the car, mm-hmm was just stunning, <laughs> the cold, you know? Uh-huh. And I'm a Cali girl now, I'm, I'm not ready, you know? I'm, I'm really not, I'm not prepared for the cold like I used to be. <laughs> yeah. And I, I developed a little cough. It was hard to get through that gig there. Mm-hmm. But we, you know, we were there because they were honoring me at the Motown Museum, which was a tremendous thing, mm-hmm. you know? And then on top of that, we'd, we were doing a big gig. And I couldn't talk, <laughs> but you know, the show must go on. Oh. Luckily, because my range, my high range is my natural range. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, for some reason, was able to push through and sing, mm-hmm. you know? But coming back to LA, I knew this was something serious. I had pneumonia uh-huh. and bronchitis and went back and forth. And it was, I was, it was devastating. I'm serious. I could not get up out of the bed. I was just stopped in my tracks. And it took me six months to come back. I'm telling you. Oh my. So when I go out, I'm, I'm going to wear a mask. You know, mm-hmm. I will have a mask on. Mm-hmm. And whoever doesn't like it, well, you know, we can talk about it. <clears throat> but you stand over there. <laughs> Because obviously, because <laughs> you don't care about me. I've yeah. got my mask on because I care about you. You yes. see? Yes. I am so involved as I have been for a few years now in the scientific community. Mm-hmm. I know scientists on every level, from mm-hmm. every from space science to endocrinology, mm-hmm. and then this pandemic. Mm-hmm. One mm-hmm. of my dear, dear friends, James Chow is a news person or a journalist who speaks to people 
who are wonderful leaders of wonderful countries, to scientists, he's, he's an ambassador for the UN mm -hmm. for AIDS, and he is also an ambassador for the World Health Organization. Mm -hmm. So he's in very close contact all the time mm -hmm. with the info that is there, that if we could, you know, would pay attention, we would know what's going on at all times. Mm -hmm. There's been so much political mess, you know, that mm -hmm. has not been helpful in the pandemic because it has given people the impression not wearing masks, not social distancing. Mm -hmm. You know, young people are probably affected the most and the mm -hmm. hardest because they want to go out. They want to yes. spend time with their friends. They want to be social and they simply cannot without trouble mm -hmm. and, and as recently as yesterday it was determined that children children between the years 7 and 17 are a tremendously accelerated group mm -hmm. who are what they call super spreaders they may not show the symptoms they may not become yes. or fall ill mm -hmm. but they sure can hand it out <laughs> yes. you know exactly. because kids kids want to hug they're gonna hug up they're gonna kiss you know you go you go to school with one mask on and yes. they come home with another one you know i like i like johnny's batman mask they so switch. Got it on. <laughs> horror of horrors yeah that's true <laughs> i took my grandgirls out of school mm -hmm. a week before everything closed down mm -hmm. i looked around and i said you know i go to pick them up at school and they're all hugging and kissing and the mm -hmm. words are still out there you know the word was out there by then yes of what was going on i'm like they gotta come home you know? yes and uh, if there's trouble if there's truancy well we'll deal with that mm -hmm. but a week later california closed down everything mm -hmm. so i know i was not wrong yeah i am i'm very strong in my aloneness how can i put that you know mm -hmm. i'm part of a family group mm -hmm. but i'm a person who's always been a loner it has something hand in hand with being a creative person i know that it does you need that space in order to you know yeah. renew or whatever so for me it's almost business as usual you know, I work mm -hmm. from home for the most part if I'm not flying around the world. Mm -hmm. So for me to be home is, you know, mm -hmm. it's like rare rabbit in the briar patch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> was born in the briar patch, you know. I didn't know you I went enjoy through that. It. I didn't know you, you went yeah. through that last year. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, well, I... it's not something that you kind of you know talk yeah. about it if you of think course, about it of course yeah yeah but it sounds very serious yeah. six months it was yeah. i didn't think i would live i didn't i didn't think i would live mm -hmm. i have you know i've had a, a, a baby i've had pneumonia before I've, I've had the you know the different flus that mm -hmm. people have or mm -hmm. or whatever but nothing like this mm -hmm. and my faith my trust in life, in life, in yeah. love, in family, you know, I know God had his arms around me. He wasn't ready for me to go. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Yeah. I didn't have the strength to fight. Yeah. You know? So I know there must be something else I need to do. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's exactly what happened to me. It's incredible. In 2008, I had the Koksaki virus. Yeah. Yeah. They told me I will live a year and a half, as you can see. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> no, no, that's not my story. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know? yeah, and, and it, was, hey. it was very, very yeah, challenging. Sure. So, yeah, if, sure. if there is imagine. anything, what would you rather be doing uh, if there is anything in the world except the music? Mm. Is there anything? <laughs> Sure, there's plenty. There's mm-hmm. plenty. I'm very interested in research of all kinds. Mm-hmm. You know, there are things that that we don't know about, and you know that goes back to that quest for knowledge. I'm getting very involved in in AI, you know, mm-hmm. on a different level. And interestingly enough, I saw a picture of Brian Jennings last night with Spock. You know, really? Spock <laughs> Woo! You know, awesome. I know. You know, Brian. Brian and Jenny, you know, they are marvelous people. And they are people who are always looking forward. So it doesn't surprise me that, mm-hmm. you know, that's the direction that they're going in. That's the smart direction. That's where, that's where the future is yes. in AI. You yes. know? So I would be, no doubt, I would be very ensconced in science in many, many ways. And, you know, I still have music rolling in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> hey, you know, you got to have the soundtrack of your life, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm not interested. I, I can't really say it that way. I'm, I'm interested in politics. I would never be a politician mm-hmm. maybe because I know too many. <laughs> but, you know, they're just people. Yeah, they're just misguided people. <laughs> <laughs> I'd never be president. I would never. That's the worst job in the world, you know. Yeah. Aside mm-hmm. from the pressure, they, they all of them, they all within a year they look old, <laughs> and I'm fighting. I'm steadily greasing up, you know, <laughs> trying to stay young. Can't be president, but <laughs> I am a staunch believer in the constitution we mm-hmm. the people mm-hmm. we the people in order to form a more perfect union mm-hmm. establish justice yeah that's got to be done yeah you know? and that work that hard work is all done behind doors and it's mm-hmm. all done on the ground running the people of the world understand that things are different there is no more normal, you know. Some people say there's a new normal, but I'm not having that one mm-hmm. because this new normal cannot last. It can't sustain itself. You know, if we would all go inside, <laughs> then COVID would have nothing to feed on. Yeah. But people are entitled mm-hmm. now. People are stubborn. They, you know, I'm entitled to not wear a mask. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stand over there. You know, I'm all for it. I'm all for you having your entitlement. Mm-hmm. But the world is changing, and smart cities, mm-hmm. and smartphones, and smart everything. Yeah. But we need to be smart people. We need to be smart we really people. Do. We need to be smart people. Yeah. We have to come together. You know, I've been 
on a world stage for a long time. And now, thankfully, I'm on a, a different plane in the world stage. Mm -hmm. I am not willing to sit back and watch things fall apart. Mm -hmm. My girls deserve too much more than that. You know? yeah, so there's a lot of work to be done, and we will do it. And a lot of people, you know, this is a lot of people are beginning to realize this is the time for women. Hey, yeah. <laughs> women, you know, women yeah. are coming together. And it, you know, there are, we're going to lose a lot of women. It, it's inevitable mm -hmm. because things are very much out of balance around the world. Mm -hmm. But when you see the countries like the Afghani, Afghani women mm -hmm. are coming together, Mm -hmm. The Indian women are marching mm -hmm. against a rape society. Mm -hmm. It's time for things to change. It's time for awakening. Yeah, it's it is revolution. revolution. Revolution is coming. You know, a revolution of consciousness, yes. of uplifting, of supporting others, yeah. of building. Because we've got to build a future. You know, yes. I say. You know, I know. I know. You want to ask me what I might tell young people who want to be in show business, mm -hmm. but an example, okay, of the world, of what's going mm -hmm. on in the world. Entertainment may never be the same, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. It's evolved very quickly. A lot mm -hmm. of the production companies are closed. You know, it's all pandemic related. Mm -hmm. I get offers every single day, casting offers, casting lists, casting, 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 mm -hmm. films, commercials, all this stuff. And how can you be safe on a film set, you know? Yeah. So it's all changing. It's, it's changing. changing. The yeah. rules are very stringent. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Social distancing, masking. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not going to be a whole lot of kissing movies. That's for sure for a while. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but hey, you know, entertainers, what are called gig workers, mm -hmm. musicians. Mm -hmm. singers, bands, mm -hmm. artists, actual actors, mm -hmm. producers, directors, crews, all of these people out of work and they're struggling and things are going to get tougher mm -hmm. for them in particular. And there are things being done to help everybody, mm -hmm. but can it, can it recreate what was? No. It can't, that can't happen. Young people who are talented, you know, here we are right here. This is our stage. Mm -hmm. you know? The digital world, the internet, without the internet, so many of us could not be in touch any longer. Exactly. But there are new things that are happening in the real world mm -hmm. that, that are entirely different. Mm -hmm. It's made people have to think mm -hmm. who am I what do I really want to do what do I want out of life can I get it can I get it within this structure and people are survivors you know they're very smart and they will find a way through I say if you are a young person who wants to sing learn how to sing don't just assume that it's you just open your mouth and sing. There's a way, there's a reason that at my age, I still can perform in a very strong 
emotionally transforming mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. And that's because I sing correctly. You know, I was taught. I studied opera. I studied jazz music. I studied pop music. My favorite things. I sing what I love. I would never sing something I did not like because that's, that's not real. Yes. You know, it's that, that moment of truth that makes you, makes people feel what you're doing. Learn to read music. Learn the history of music. Mm-hmm. Learn the influences of music. Mm-hmm. Why is this artist in this field now? Why do they sing this way? Who did they listen to? You know, without Ray Charles and Stevie Wonder, half the singers in the world would never have come to be. Simply from a sense of style, a sense of musical style, the way they sing, the tone and all that. You know, it's a, it's a funny thing. It's not what you do, it's who you are. It's who you are, yeah. It yeah. is. And people you feel know, that. You learn that. People feel yeah. that. It's Everything true. else we can learn, but if we don't show who we really are, nothing will happen. I, I know, I know we share all of these things, like, like very similar. <laughs> yes, I, I'm, I'm listening to you and I'm enjoying so much. Mm-hmm. Like I could listen to you for Thank a decade. You. <laughs> like, like really, so I'm not even blinking. Um, guys who will watch the video, <laughs> they will notice that those who are on the podcast, I, I'm not even blinking. <laughs> but um, I have uh, now a, a special part of my interview. Let me just find this yeah. magical app. Yeah, I will ask you very, very quick questions and you have like a sentence to answer to me and you will hear All right. a ring bell when the time is up. <laughs> <laughs> Under pressure. <laughs> I love it. My audience love this part the most. My guests are, but... <laughs> <I can imagine. laughs> okay. All right. I'm good. Ready? <laughs> You're born ready. What is your life motto? My life motto? Mm-hmm. Mm. Do right. That's all. Like, you can mark. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Like two words. Mm. And mm. everything is perfectly crystal clear. Mm. Deep. Mm. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> It covers a lot of ground. <laughs> yes. Tell me, please. I am so deeply connected to your energy. When I saw you the first time, it was like I saw an angel. This is the first time. Yeah. It was, <laughs> I saw you first time in You're the Royal so Society sweet. in one of your videos. Mm-hmm. Your wisdom is so deep and you are sharing your heart everywhere. But how do you mm-hmm. nourish that beautiful soul? Yes, you have. Well, it's not easy sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know. But I nourish my soul with meditation and prayer. Mm-hmm. I do the same. You know, yeah. Same. It's energy, you know, it's, it's energy. all energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Wonderful. Thank you so, so, so much for being my guest. 
<laughs> I am like it's out of my mind for this. It's you my are, pleasure. You are Such humbling. a pleasure. Thank you so much. I'm just launching my podcast. And actually, I asked people and around 8,000 people said yes. So I'm taking the first step. And I'm <laughs> so happy that yes. in this next few weeks when we are going to launch this, you are going sure. there with me. And I am That's lovely. I'm, I'm so honored. So, thank you so much. I just want to sing a little line for you. Yes. Someday... I wish upon a star and wake up where the clouds are far behind me, where troubles melt like lemon drops away upon the chimney tops. That's where you'll find me somewhere over. fly over the rainbow why then oh why can't i if tiny little bluebirds fly beyond the rainbow why oh why can't 